Happy New Year from Match of the Year Podcast. I'm Chris Garcia. And we're continuing our look at the Brawl of the Year in 1999 with November to Remember 1999 from November 7th. And the match is Mike Awesome versus Masato Tanaka. And ECW, I haven't talked about ECW a lot. The last episode I did, a couple episodes back, I certainly did. But it's an important idea in bringing what some would call garbage wrestling, others would call hardcore, deathmatch style, whatever you want to call it, to the U.S. And Masato Tanaka, of course, known for FMW, great worker, legit great worker. That's something I think that gets lost, is that he, he could go. And when you saw him work with guys in AJW sometimes, or all over the place, really, he could work a straight style as well as a brawling style. And the best can do that. Bruiser Brody was a great example. His match with Flair, I think it was from St. Louis in 84, 85. Phenomenal. Mike Awesome was, and he sadly lost to us now, was a very agile big man. And was really good also. Was fun to watch. His style was somewhere between a Vader and a He was somewhere between a Vader and a Hogan in that he was big and used his size. But he often used his cosmetic look as the driving point for his matches. Now that said, he was very agile. And he had a sense of timing that was, I think, underlooked. I think people didn't, see what he did as having great timing. And it did, without question. This match is really, really good, and it got the crowd absolutely... The crowd was going nuts. And one of my favorite moments is a relatively simple table spot where Tanaka... So what it looks like it's going to be is... Awesome giving the awesome bomb through a table in the center of the ring off the top rope. Instead, Tanaka turns it into a superplex where he puts awesome through the table. Such an ECW spot in that you make a promise. Someone is going through that table off the top rope. But then you don't give it to them the way they expect. And you've been building to that spot. And then Awesome kicks out. It's brilliant. And you see Tanaka hulk up, and then he climbs up to the top rope, and he gives him... I don't remember if he hits it or not. The sort of reverse... uh, The flipping stunner off the top 
And it looks like it's building to the finish there. And it's obviously building to it. But what these guys understood was that you could give so much and do so many playoffs of one another. Like there's a great spot where Tanaka goes for the Roaring Elbow, which Awesome turns into a relatively nice released German suplex. Which then Tanaka no-sells, goes for the elbow again, ends up taking a massive clothesline into a frog splash by Awesome, and then a kick out. All this is happening. And the question is, what is it going to take to finish off Tanaka? Awesome is really good here. This is probably his best match. And he had a lot of good matches in FMW, actually. He was not rare for him to have the match of the night. But when he finally hits the awesome bomb and gets the win, that's it. This is how you protect a belt. Because he was the champion. I think he was the TV champion at the time. I don't think he was the heavyweight champion. Maybe he was. But Awesome was an ECW champion at the time. Tanaka had a great career. Still working today. And this feud was great. They knew how to play off each other incredibly well. And this is right before Awesome left to WCW and they had to do the belt swap thing. But Tanaka's career, and I think we're going to have one more match with him. I'm sort of torn on the matter, because there are a couple of different matches I want to do for uh, 2002. But Tanaka, in his career, had some real, real wars, and he has the scars to prove it. And if you look at him, he's all torn up. One of it is from the chest, uh, from a match with where he teamed with Hayabusa versus Terry Funk and Mr. Pogo, and Pogo just went at his his chest with a uh, with a scythe. In a way, I know one of the arguments about the the awesome Tanaka match here is that they literally put a whole bunch of spots together. They just strung them together without really a good story to go with it. I don't quite see it that way. The transitions weren't smooth, but they were there. The real downside for this match to me, though, is the commentary team. Joey Styles is always great. Cyrus at that time, who is now calling Don Callis, who is now calling for New Japan... Sort of works his character too much. That's a personal thing. But this is an important match in that it tells us where these guys stand. And it's great. 
Next, we're going into 2000, and we're going to look at a lot of WWF slash WWE stuff because this was their their peak in-ring brawling period, just the end of the Attitude Era. So stay tuned.